Hello, and welcome to the Dungeon Masters Guildhouse. Um, this is a podcast with me, your host, uh, Matthew Whitby, where I sit down with other uh, amazing uh, DMs Guild creators. And this week, um, again, I'm, I'm getting to the, the idea of this is actually a weekly podcast. I've kept rather consistent. <laughs> this week, you I'm can joined... do it. I believe in you. <laughs> with, I with, with motivation, I'm joined by Brittany Hay. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello. Um, How are yeah, you? No, it's, it's, it's like I said, uh, the, um, would you say the self-proclaimed mum of uh, the, at least the Dungeon Masters guess. Guild Discord? I will, I will neither confirm nor deny <laughs> that they are all my children and that I have full legal authority to put them in timeout when they are being naughty. Thankfully, that's, that's something that you haven't really had to, um, you no, know, you I haven't don't had to flex have to... those muscles. No, I haven't had to flex the mom muscles, you know, too much. So nice. Uh, so, so for those uh, sort of tuning in then, um, who may not have heard of your other work and stuff like that, what sort of yep. products are you known for on the, on the DMs Guild? Um, well, right now I am currently, uh, I have, I'm, I'm part of Eat the, Rich, Eat the Rich Anthology Volume 1, did an adventure for that. I have three subclasses. Um, the... Captain America, Patron of Liberty, that has the bonus 20th level feature, dat America's Ass. Nice. I had to. <laughs> um, the Circle of Elemental Druid, and what's the other one? Oh, Night Librarian Fighter. I was like, there's a fighter in there, and I've done a fighter, but, um, but the biggest thing, I guess, I would say is probably um, Wisdom Under Fire, which is the charity um, adventure that we I collabed with over 30 amazing creators in the community and we like banged it out in three weeks yeah. and <laughs> so that's the one I'm definitely the most proud of I will say I'm so, so I'm curious then because obviously like uh, I, I do my research before all that interview people and, and looking at your sort of your back catalog it does seem like you've, you've, you've sort of dipped your feet in with these sort of subclasses and sort of engaged mm -hmm. in some collaborations and then it feels like you've sort of thrown yourself in the deepest end with <laughs> with not only a collaboration but something that you've with yeah like within three weeks is it was not I'm I'm going to blame the fact that I spent the better part of January being absolutely ill and that sick Brittany is the reason that this happened <laughs> because like I don't know in my like slightly medicated delirious mindset I decided that yeah this is a really great idea and we're gonna do it and we're gonna pump it out and you know first week of February and it's gonna be great and hot you know just like I, I don't recommend doing that at all. Oh, Animal Psychics, too. I have I have been part of Animal Psychics, which was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed that. I made the goose and the holly fan and the badger because I'm a Hufflepuff, so... Right. I as I was going to say, getting, getting dibs on the goose, which is probably the most chaotic evil animal in existence. Oh, yeah. Well, no, like, it. well, because we were developing it around the time when that Untitled Goose came, game came out, and this was literally, like... I'd say maybe days, maybe a week or so before it was being published. And I messaged Adam and was like, Adam, we have to have a goose. And I'd already badgered him about having a Holly fan. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you said badgered him about having a badger. <laughs> yeah, no, well, no, the badger was the original one that I signed up for. Yeah. And then Descent into Avernus was announced. And then 
the fact that that they were going to do Lulu the Holly fan. I'm like, Adam, we have to have a, we have to have a Holly fan. Look at the Holly fan. Look at this. I basically bullied him into having a Holly fan. And then the whole untitled goose thing came about, and I'm like, Adam, we do we have a goose? He's like, No. I'm like, Can can I make a goose? Like, I'll make it. He's like, Well, you have to you have to talk to Anne, um, who was doing our layout, and our um, and our uh, doing our imagery too. I think she was doing the images, and so I was like, Hey, Anne, uh, I may or may not have made a goose. Can I please have this? And she's like, If you do not put this in there. I will, I will destroy you. So then the goose ended up happening. So like, <laughs> I was basically, I, 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 I sort of bullied my way into doing three of them, which I don't regret. I enjoyed doing each and every one of them. And the goose is my favorite by far, even though the badger, I'm a, I'm a hop pup. I yeah. love badgers. So. <laughs> no, um, it's, 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 it's an interesting approach, approach to uh, team collaborations. <laughs> I mean, I, I do not, I do not recommend, I will say, Adam, I, 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 I used the, I used the word bullied strongly. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, it was, it was pretty much nonstop pestering and, you know, he was very gracious and very genuine, gen, you know, like good about the whole thing. Yeah. And it was, it turned out nice because then it rounded it to a nice, even for the animals, nice. you know? Was, so, I mean, it worked out in the end. I enjoyed it. I love it. I, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I mean, I love that, that project and I'm so happy that it got converted to Fantasy Grounds. Too. No, no, exactly. It sounds like uh, the approach is, is consistent, um, polite comments. <laughs> hey, and hey, and a lot of begging. A lot oh, of begging. Yeah. It's a lot of begging. I I may have, uh, I may have, I may be slightly part kobold and be able to use the gravel cower and beg nice. <laughs> um, feature quite often in my life. Yes. No. So, so I guess I guess the, so. The question is so the um, the uh, I'm forgetting the name. The um, the Captain America subclass. The yes. uh, Patron of Liberty. Yes. Uh, I, I'm curious. So. Uh, was that your first product released on the Dean's Guild? Yes, it and, was. And yes. How long ago was that, roughly? Um, August of last year. Okay, fair. So, so August what kind of made... first of last year. So, yeah. Well, what kind of gave you the uh, what, was, what was the sort of driving force behind wanting to publish on the the Dean's Guild then? Um, well, at that time, I had already been working on Etheridge anthology, so I had a little bit of experience. I hadn't had anything published yet because that wasn't coming out until later in the year. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it sounds really stupid, but it entirely came about from a really silly... I mean, m sadly, most of my ideas come this way, and I don't know why, but a really silly tweet um, from... Um, from the pun bard. I don't know if you follow the pun bard on um, Twitter, but- uh, um, if, if I don't, I will shortly after. Let <laughs> uh, me, I, I uh, he, so he, um, um, so we, we, we engaged in sort of this, this, um, I, I don't even know what to call it. Um, it was a, back you know, forth. just kind of like a back, it was a back and forth. He, he posted something about Captain America and, you know, the, you know, America's ass sort of, <laughs> um, you know, the, the running joke. Uh, and then I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to, you know, make a, make a class, um, you know, um, 
you know, make a class out of Captain America. And I'm yeah. like, and, and I guess you would probably either go monk or fighter normally for Captain yeah. America because that just makes sense. And I'm like, well, but what if he was a warlock? Like, what if it's just, what if you're making a pact? Because you think of Captain America, he basically, he's made a pact with the tenants of the Constitution of the United States to defend, you know, it, it's basically he's made a pact with America. He's yeah. made a pact with people to defend America. And that's sort of how I was like, well, it could be a warlock. <laughs> instead of instead of making a tenant to some sort of like fae or demon or otherworldly being, what if it was just, you know, sort of a, hey, I am here for you guys. Yeah. Almost, almost like a, like a, the patron is like an oath, like a paladin's oath almost. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like, it's almost like, and that actually I considered, I did consider briefly uh, paladin as well. Um, and then making, um, and then having to incorporate using the shield, which is his main weapon into an actual, like, cause shields are used defensively mm -hmm. in, in D&D, &D, they're not an actual offensive we weapon unless you have the uh, the shield master feat, which mm -hmm. allows you to, you know... Um, knock people about with it, yeah. Yeah, knock people down, and that's about the extent of it. So, um, so yeah, so then doing that and, like, making, like, ricochet was clearly, like, a way to go, like, making it be able to bounce off and come back kind of like a boomerang. Yeah. You know, so... It was, yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun to develop. And then I had the bonus, uh, all, all of the, all of the, um, all of the, the names or the, the names of features are very, you know, um, like Captain America, Avengers, like we have yeah. Avengers assemble, that kind of thing. They're very much based off of that. And then, then putting extra bonus features, you know, into invocations was a lot of fun too. So I'm curious again. You, you spoke about the the, the capstone of the, the warlock being something about oh, was it Captain Captain America's ass or, or America's um, ass? It's, uh, this is this is America's ass. Basically, um, anybody who it's been a while since I read it, so I I may be paraphrasing here, but yeah. it's pretty much and it's it's a bonus. And I I do paraphrase in there that this is a bonus level feature that you that if your DM allows, you may use. Yeah. Not something that is to be used with it's because it, it is very much tongue-in-cheek mm -hmm. uh it is it, is, it changes the tone of like a curse of Strahd campaign to say the least <laughs> yeah well like it makes it it's um i believe the way that it's worded is basically uh and it kind of goes to like it works for more campaigns that are that use flanking mm -hmm. uh, which is an optional thing to have um but you have uh basically it's um, any character, any, um, any, I think it's any creature that tries to attack you from behind has disadvantage on the attack. Nice. Because, okay. because of, you know, it's yeah, America. The <laughs> well, like that, I mean, yeah, you can't, you have to just stand, stand and admire. Occasionally. Yeah, you, you, you can't, you can't look at that beautiful booty and think and, and, ha and be able to attack you know, normally. You have, you have to love. You can't fight. You have to, you have to love. So, yeah. Making something of a sort of a hasty segue away from, away from asses. Um, I'm, I'm curious then, so you, you actually sort of touched on this a little bit before about your sort of creative process coming almost, uh, almost randomly. Um, but yeah, it is, it is very random. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. 
So is, is there, is it, with all the sort of subclasses and the sort of adventure ideas that you sort of contributed or psychics, um, where, where typically has the idea sort of stemmed from? Has it literally been like a, like, I don't know, midnight thought, thought bubble? <laughs> it's, 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 most of them are literally just browsing the internet, like mm -hmm. literally looking like I, I'll see something and I'll go, oh, that'd be really fun to make into a adventure or that would make a fun subclass or that would make a fun D&D monster or that would, you know, like, um, uh, like Wisdom Under Fire came entirely because I saw the tweet about uh, Wombats, which has been debunked, by the way, which is kind of sad, but yeah, you know. was it that was the, the um, fact that was it wombats? Uh, they take other animals into their. Yep, and yeah. they make burrows for other animals who are in need. Which is, I mean, it's sad that it was debunked, but like that was literally. I saw that and I went, "Wow, wouldn't that be like a really cool adventure to have mm -hmm. to to enjoy to to see unfold?" Where like this 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 burrow of wombats basically is like, "All right, we got to go get all the surface dwellers, bring them into the burrow, and you know, save them somehow." And I must admit, so yeah, was it? I was I was one of the I was fortunate enough to be involved in this project, and I think yeah. one of the things of like being involved in it was seeing how quickly it all came together, and just the number of people, just like the eyes sort of putting together art, people like throwing, like it, it was. It seems like that that document, yeah, within the three weeks, it felt like there were like a flurry of days where it just sort of took complete shape. Yeah, well, and and the scariest, I will say, the scariest time for me was that first week of the project where everybody, I kind of like gave everybody their marching orders. And then there was like radio silence. So I was like, oh boy, oh boy, there's nothing. We have nothing. I'm like, you know, and I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, I really shouldn't be writing anything for this. I'm the project lead. My, my job is to manage. My job is to not create necessarily for this. It's just to kind of, you know, be the, the guiding hand as work. And then I was like, well, you know, I guess I could write. And then I ended up writing like, like seven of the encounters. Uh, I did the wombats and a couple of stat blocks, um, but like that first week was was really nerve wracking for me because that that was also the time where sick Brittany became healthy Brittany, and then healthy Brittany was basically throttling sick Brittany and going, "What the heck have you done? Yeah, why <laughs> did you do this?" <laughs> it's it's like, it's, it's, it's a point of like it, it, it's too it's too late to get back. You're committed. Mm -hmm. The, the ship has sailed, you have done this thing, enjoy. Like, and think, but like the amount of creative people and like everybody kept everybody on track. I will confess entirely now that it's done and set sail and is awesome, mm -hmm. that I had zero idea of what I was doing. <laughs> zero idea. I literally was like, well, I've been part of a couple collabs. I know what's worked for me. I know what I've enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to take that and shove it into this and hopefully it works. And so so I, I guess I'm curious then. So I, uh, one thing that may be useful <laughs> for the listeners then is what were some of the things that you, you took from other collaborations that you were involved in? So I guess uh, the uh, animal sidekicks and eat the rich that gave you um, sort of guidance to sort of. Spreadsheets are your friend. Okay. Yeah. Like I, well, and also the other thing too is project guidelines. Like what exactly and how, um, how exactly you want this thing to come together? Because at the time I was like, well, I'll write part one. And part one will basically just be the setup. It'll be, mm -hmm. this is what you have to do. This is the mission. Uh, I figured you could have it, You we could separate it into, I think we had six distinct areas, including the borough. 
um, where events could unfold. The biggest thing actually, and I have to credit, this isn't my design because I literally went, again, sick Britney became healthy Britney and then healthy Britney was like, you know, so I went on to the Creators Guild and I was like, I need a format for how I can do like 300 word max, one column. And, and some of the adventure, or some of the encounters are not one column. Like some have extra stuff on there, which is fine. But, you know, for the majority, just for, you know, per layout purposes. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I need, I need a way to do this. That's going to be quick, easy, quick, able to read for the DM, um, a way to lay out encounters. And uh, Ryan on uh, Ryan L. I don't know his last name. Uh, Langan. Bless his, Langan. Thank you. Bless his sweet, sweet soul that he came up with uh, a format. So he's 100% credited for the format of how our encounters are laid out um, because he did the who. Because I, I wanted who, what, where, when, why, and how, but you can't. That, that doesn't really translate too well into like. D and D terms. Mm -hmm. So he was like, "Well, you 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 have to have the area, you have to have who, you have to have a goal, mm -hmm. you have to have, and then you have to have the challenge. What is the what do you want? What is needs to be accomplished, and what and what is the thing that stands in the adventurer's way of accomplishing it?" And he very much quickly put out. The, the 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 example one in our guidelines is the one that he wrote uh, was quick simple easy to understand you know 200 to 300 word maximum and it, it ended up working very well um for us so it was yeah so that was great i and i i encourage anybody who does collabs even if you are the project lead to admit when you don't know something and ask for help you will never uh, this is something that I, you will never have all of the answers. I never have all the answers in real life anyways, but like you, it is okay to admit that you don't know something and it is okay to admit that you need help and leaning on other people is not a weakness. It is entirely a strength and it is one I think that people need to embrace more uh, when it comes I, to black I, projects. I, sorry, I was going to say, I, I suppose it's sort of, that's, this, one of the huge benefits of being involved in the collaboration is the fact that you have yeah. all these people who are sort of engaged in the- You have, vo you have voices that you can go to and you mm -hmm. can be like, hey, um, and, and a big example for the uh, Wisdom Under Fire was that we had, um, we actually had a couple of, they're not indigenous Australians. Mm -hmm. and so they were not Aboriginal, mm -hmm. um, but they were, they were locals to Australia. So having them on the project, um, uh, having uh, Paper Tigress, who literally I asked for, hey, can you can you just give me like a list of like twenty, you know, like fun, flavorful, you know, like that, you know, animals that we can put for stat blocks. I woke up the next morning. I had over fifty with fun facts. And like, and, and they, they, they had, they had the places where they live. They, I mean, like they, they went above and beyond what I asked. And that's, you know, like you, you have to lean on when, when you don't know an area, you have to lean on other people's strengths and just trust that they know what they're doing. Like 
for editing, I never, I've never edited anything in my life. So like, I was very happy that I had like Ashton Duncan mm-hmm. and other editors who, who have had experience that I could, that I could fall back on and be like, okay, you go, you know? <laughs> I think what's also kind of charming about this project is the fact that it is like um, the the inspiration behind it was like, okay, this is going to be a charity piece. This is going to obviously help yes. um, Australia while they're going through the sort of the, the wildfires again. And, and I was, and I was 100% upfront with that too. I said, this is 100% volunteer. So I understand even after you like filled out the, the, the form, mm-hmm. if you don't want, if you want to back out, like I get it. Like I'm not, I'm not going to behold anybody to any level of work. If you want to inco- you, if you want to submit one thing, if you want to submit 10, mm-hmm. it's completely up to you. However much time you want to put into this. I'm, I'm not going, there's no set limit. So I was grateful just to have whatever I could have from whoever wanted to contribute and the outpouring of support. We had, we had 50 people um, who, who signed up and we probably retained about 35 of those creators. It's, it's a good turnaround. Yeah, yeah so. I mean, so I, and, and I figured we were gonna lose people just to real life or realizing that mm-hmm. they didn't have time for this or, oh, it's a volunteer project. I didn't, you know, I didn't fully understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, so just, and just things happen. So I figured, and I mean, like, I also figured I could manage more than 50 and that would have been insane to even go <laughs> any higher than that on my yeah. first roundabout. So I, I guess as well, so are you, are you happy to share how much you've raised so far? Yes. Oh yeah, no, um, as of this morning, and I can tell you because I have my computer right here, I can nice. look it up because I, I have it up, um, I have it open on a tab and I check it daily because- Always, yeah. I'm I'm that person, and I really want to see how much. Oh, come on, conform, re, confirm, reform, resubmission. I hate it when it does that. So I think I think that's one of the things about like it's an un, unwritten curse of uh, submitting to the DMs Guild is the fact that you're yeah. now your your one tab is always going to be connected to the royalty report on the DMs Guild yeah, to totally yeah. refresh it. Oh hey, but between the time that I checked it this morning oh. and the time and now as of recording this. Um, we have sold another copy. Woo! Uh, so that bring, brings us to a grand total donated of $822.79. That's, that's incredible. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's really well done. Yeah, and I, I, say, I say raised, not donated, because I haven't donated. The money is still sitting in the guild. Because yeah. so after I, you, always, you have to wait the, the two months. Yeah, so I mean, and it's going to be definitely one of those things that I you know, I continue, we're, and we continue to withdraw from, mm-hmm. um, we have sold 110 copies so far, which is like a silver, silver bestseller, which only is 4%. If anybody knows the, 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 the percentages, yeah. um, only less than 4% uh, of what is on the DM field becomes a silver bestseller. So the fact that I think a I've got charity actually... project is silver bestseller is absolutely phenomenal to me i was gonna say was i was just looking at my notes i think yeah i've got like the the, the was it it's 0.21 percent of uh titles end up hitting mithril uh, yeah because i think i had that one we, we i was speaking to with uh, J- jimmy marriott apparently oh yeah I, I my god if i ever got mithril i would i don't know i'd be like I, oh. i'd die I, i'd be dead i'd be dead on the floor somebody would have to cast revivify on me or yes. you it'll, know, it'll get that it's, 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 it'll keep ticking up slowly in the background 
So to sort of, uh, I guess, to bring the sort of, sort of conversation back to your creative process and when it comes to like yeah. the leading or creating, um, across everything that you've done so far, what, is, what has been your favorite part? Like of the creating pro creative process? Yeah, of the, of the creative process. Um, I guess it's, it's, a, it's a, I'd have to say it's a tie because mm -hmm. it's especially after Wisdom Under Fire um, and leading a project, it, my, my, I guess if you would ask me before this had come out, it would be the different answer. Yeah. But I love, I love the initial spark of the idea. Like you just randomly, you're, you're, you're doing something in your daily life, whether, whether it's, you know, doing, you know, eating, drinking, going, you know, going on the internet you know, going out shopping, doing whatever, playing video games, whatever, you know, sparks your passion, read a book, watch a TV show. And there's just something, you know, whether it's an image, a line, uh, you know, whatever it is it, that something just, that, that, that creative spark just gets ignited and you go, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. And then because my brain is a hamster wheel, <laughs> that that no it literally is a hamster wheel that will not let me get off until i've i've squelched that fire um i immediately at least for me have to go and start writing writing down somewhere that's why i keep a notepad with me all the time now because i can't even if i can't access google documents at least i have something that i can be like because my brain won't let me won't let me be it won't let me do anything else until i sit and i write this idea down however however vague it is um whether it's you know captain america as a warlock patron <laughs> or you know a wom wombat uh, uh player race uh going around and saving critters and villagers of all manner from you know, from, so, from a raging fire, you know. So I, I guess um, in your, your own words, does it feel like you have a, a, a relatively quick turnaround from idea to like a first draft? Um, that's the other part of my brain that I hate. Okay, but that, that, the next question is, is, what's your least favorite part of the project? So that <laughs> ticks those boxes. I am, I am a procrastinating asshole. <laughs> so the fact that everybody's like, oh, you got this done in three weeks has absolutely nothing to do with me and has everything to do with everybody else that kind of kept me on that hamster wheel turning mm -hmm. and turning in a productive direction versus just spinning my wheels. Yeah. Because I, and I don't know what it is about myself, but like, I will let something go. I've always been like this though. So like, I will let something go until literally the you know, the 11th hour, and mm -hmm. then I will bang out a, you know, 4,000 4, word adventure rough draft in less than 48 hours, and then suddenly it actually is coherently decent. And I hate that. I hate, I hate that it's all or nothing when it comes, when it comes to me in my brain. And, you know, because I've had several adventures, I have several adventures that I'm working on currently that are solo projects for the most part, sans editor and artist and all that kind of stuff yeah um that um that i will write a little bit but then i complete i will like just leave it for like months and yeah. then i'll come back and i'll write a little bit a little but if i have a deadline mm -hmm. i'm that kind of person that will be like okay i i have you know i have time i got to oh yeah no i got two weeks no i've been it's like i think I, I sometimes i am the same way i do work well under uh with deadlines and it's what is it it's the idea that diamonds diamonds are made under pressure 
Yeah. And, and what more pressure is there than one hour before a deadline <laughs> to get something I, done? Yeah, the last, the last, well, and I will say the last two deadlines that I've had, no, yeah, the last two deadlines that I've had, um, part of the reason, again, that I didn't get them written, and I actually had all intents, I had all intents to actually get things written and done before my deadline, I was going to be like, yes, January, and then I got sick, yeah. and then my daughter got sick, and then my husband got sick. And then there was literally a period of three weeks in the middle of January where we all were at various levels of sickness and nothing got done. Yeah. Nothing got done except for I decided to take on the collab project. <laughs> Which, you know? I mean, as, as far as things go, I think that probably still works out as like a net positive. <laughs> yeah, no, it was totally a net positive. I loved my experience on it. And again, I'm not, I'm not as mad as at Sick Britney as I was, you know, at the end of January yeah. <laughs> but no that's the other thing that I like I guess I now like really about the creative process is watching everything come together mm -hmm. like you have you you just there's this there's this moment where like you know kind of like I guess maybe I I've never skydived before or like parachuted out or jumped out of an airplane mm -hmm. but I would I would equate it to this where you're sort of in that free fall and it's like the weight you like your stomach just drops yeah. out of you and then you're not sure if it's good, you know, you're not sure if it's going to happen. You're not sure if it's, you know, you, you see all the little bits and pieces coming together. And then suddenly just, you know, as you're like really scared that, oh shit, this was a really bad idea. Yeah. The parachute opens and you're fine. And so, just sort of seeing everything come together, especially on a charity project was amazing. And I... I loved every minute of being involved with it, even though I had absolutely no idea what I'm do I was doing at the time. And I still kind of don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I credit everybody who worked on it. Like, I'm one. I may have been the first cog, but I am a very small cog in this entire creative process because without everybody who worked on it, and I mean, like, everything, you know, everything that I said on the product page, um... Uh, I said that this would not have been possible without the help of over 30 amazing creators who volunteered their time and talent to make this supplement possible. Their tireless dedication to this project is the heart and soul of this adventure. Mm -hmm. That is entirely true. That is 110% true. I am one piece and they make up everything else. You make up everything else. It is not, it is not because, yeah, I had the idea, but, I would have gone, I would have gone nowhere with this idea had it not been for everybody who, you know, dedicated and volunteered their time to something that, you know, became amazing in the end. And, you know, I, so I, I, I guess I, say, I, I think it can be considered something almost like a, a symbiotic relationship and to yeah. sort of give you, give you the credit where it's due because yeah. it's the case of like the chicken, like the chicken and the egg sort of thing. It's, oh yeah. It's like I said, the, the, all the creators wouldn't have put the effort in if they didn't have like, you know, a, a leader to sort of, put their chickens mind. So I'm 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 the chicken and you all are my eggs. Yeah, it's it's a I horrible guess. analogy. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's what we're sticking I, with. I don't know if I'm ready to have 30 kids. I don't know <laughs> if that's I have one and I don't even know what I'm doing with it. I don't know if I'm ready for 30. But but I'm curious do you, so do you see no. um more collaborations in your future? Yes, I have I actually have several of them currently working wow. on another in various stages. I don't can't don't know if I'm allowed to say anything, so I'm not I I'll know if I'm under an NDA. 
Well, actually, I know I'm not under an NDA for Adam's project. Um, I, I, asked so I, him, I, I asked him about it. I, I suppose I suppose it is different if if you're in the the leadership role. So any any mm -hmm. ideas to sort of continue? Um. Yeah. Actually, I have a couple. I have a couple ideas. Uh, main the bi the biggest thing right now is that we are moving. Uh, you can see the the giant mess uh, yeah, no, that course, is currently all the, all the boxes. my my basement. Um, we are we are currently getting ready to move from Colorado back to Georgia uh, for my husband, and um, so right now no there will be zero more collab projects yeah, no, until we finish that move in May. After that, I do have some ideas of what I want to do. I have a couple. Um, uh, I have I have a project that me and me and drop the die are working on kind of a nice. little bit it's 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 still in it's it's still in its amalgamation form it's it's christmas based i bugged him around christmas and said hey wouldn't this be a good idea literally like two weeks before christmas and he's like yeah i don't know if we're gonna get it out before then but we can work on it next year i'm like okay i mean I suppose then, with, with, with with a christmas title you have two release dates you either release it on christmas maybe you can even release it around halloween <laughs> or you do like the Christmas in July thing. Yeah, yeah, you go go completely opposite. Yeah, yeah. Or but then the other thing too is I want um it's it's not it's not based off of this, but I don't know how much how do you do you watch Critical Role at all? Uh I have dipped it in and out. Like I'm at that stage where now I I I, I keep up with the highlights. Mm -hmm. um, just because anytime there a, a uh, what was it big critical role moment explodes across mm -hmm. Twitter, it's kind of hard to. Well, I, I won't I won't spoil anything for anybody who isn't caught up or in the process of catching up. But hopefully, anybody who knows a little bit about critical role will know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. It's it's not based off of this, but the idea is sort of similar. Um, I want to do I want, and this is probably going to be a very very small collab. Mm -hmm. um, only a couple of writers. Uh, mainly because I've had my fill for the year of <laughs> big, giant collabs. Um, but I want to do uh, the, a, the Happy Fun Ball. It's called the Happy Fun... Well, it's, it, that, that's, that's the critical role um, equivalent. Yeah. And basically, it's a it's an pocket dimension place where like there's a bunch of different rooms mm -hmm. and different like dungeon rooms. And so I kind of want to do an uh, adventure based on that where uh, the writers submit submit up to 20 rooms and, it and then basically yeah it's like a it's like a kind of like a more the kind's magnificent mansion yeah but but the twist would be that every time you open the door you don't you roll another d20 yeah and you wouldn't know where you would go and there would be there would be a control room to where you could then know how to control the flow and ebb of this you know extra dimensional pocket space but until you got to that room yeah You'd be yeah. literally, you know. So was it? Funny enough, so that's I've actually done a similar project, uh, except yeah. it wasn't happy or fun. Uh, it was for yeah. um, for Isaac May's weird things I found in the dungeon. Mm -hmm. I created was it Synox Snarl Sphere, which is essentially a shifting dungeon of of things things to kill people. <laughs> which oh. and, and it's, well, it's 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 a very sort of evil thing. <laughs> well, my again, you, we talked about like where you get your inspiration for ideas from yeah. and like around christmas time i got this idea i had this dream and i don't know why i think maybe because i was watching the tutors on netflix <laughs> um but i had this dream where where king henry the eighth mm -hmm. basically 
um, was replaced by a doppelganger, which is why then he just started beheading his wives because he went cuckoo bananas. But the real, the nice real King Henry VIII, the nice one. Yeah. Again, this is no way in historically no, accurate. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's been well documented of how, how, how much of a bastard he was. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Um, I mean, his story is incredibly fascinating, but it is not for the faint of heart if you do not like an asshole being an asshole. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like one of those train wrecks where you just are just watching. It's good to watch, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just, it's just fun to watch the train wreck of the roller coaster where this guy just completely ruins his life for so one thing. A doppelganger is Henry VIII. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the doppelganger, so, so the doppelganger, but they, he put he put the real, the nice Henry VIII into a magical mirror, which is basically this pocket dimension of all these different rooms and dungeons. And then his daughters were the ones that figured out that this guy was not their dad and basically enlisted the help of a group of adventurers to go into the mirror and find him. Nice. It was a dream I had. I don't know why, but I, went, I woke up and I went, well, that's the thing I need to start writing down right now. And the it, idea and, I do, I do like know. the idea of like you know having a dream and be like, well, there you go. That's that's a D and D adventure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I very rarely remember my dreams. Like I had a really, really bad one a couple nights ago. A AK one that you literally wake up and you're sweating. You like wake up in a cold sweat. Yeah. Um, don't remember what it's about, but I'm still, I, I still have like that naggingness in the back of my head that like I, I just have like that uneasy feeling from that dream. I can't shake it, but mm -hmm. and I don't remember usually remember my dreams. So like when I do, and when it's something like that, I go, "Well, that's going to happen eventually." Yeah, it's almost ther therapeutic to sort of uh, get it, get it all out. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. I think writing is incredibly therapeutic. I think it can be something that you can definitely channel your frustrations into. No, 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 hundred percent. Um, so actually, looking at like um, the sort of the next question along the line, and you sort of touched mm -hmm. along this at least in the collaborative sense. Um, but yeah. what is a sort of lesson that you kind of wish you learned earlier, across anything to do with the the Dean's Guild, really? Um, don't be afraid to ask for help when no, you don't yeah. do something. I mean, that's the that's the biggest lesson I could impart upon. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to reach out to other people who are more experienced than you and be like, I don't know how to do this please help me. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm one of those people that unfortunately, uh, because of my childhood, uh, I was, every, anytime that I asked for help, I got in trouble, which doesn't, I have an anxiety about asking for help. So that's definitely something that I've been working through personally, mm -hmm. but seeing groups and communities like the, the discord creators, you know, uh, group and like just the community on Twitter, being such an opening and inviting place has definitely helped me break through that phobia that I have of asking for help and of, because the biggest thing is like, oh, you're just being really silly. Like you can find this information or why are you asking about this? You can do this yourself. Why are you, you know, there, there's no shame in asking for help when you don't know something and you should never be ashamed to ask for help in any area of life when you, when you need it, you know? So that's definitely something that, that, that the community at large has really helped me get get over and realize that I have talents in certain areas, but it's okay to it's okay to ask and it's okay to be like, hey, can you just take a look at this? Or, you know, hey, I've thought about doing this. Has anybody done anything like that that they can share their experience with? 
you know, and we actually had a big, there was a big discussion this morning on, on one of the channels about collab projects and about how useful they are and, um, you know, about how much they can help and the, and, and the, you know, the, the downside. I think that they're great for new writers to get in and be able to have a mentorship program mm -hmm. of sorts. I, I mean, what was it? That was the whole motivation behind um, psych, an, psych, animals, animal sidekicks. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it, was, Adam, it was Adam was yeah, like, Adam, I want to yeah. everyone come in. I, everybody get involved in this project, you know? Yeah. I'm hoping that's actually on my list of, um, of, of collab project after May. Mm -hmm. is I'm going to try to do a fall. I, I asked Adam's permission um, that and his with his blessing nice. that I was able to potentially take this. And since the, um, I think, I think currently the sidekicks on D&D Beyond go up to level 15, I want to say. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's yes. 12 or 15, something around there. But, uh, and right now the current book only goes up to six. So we would go from seven to you know, 13, 14, 15. So it's so like know. a supplement for the, the original book to sort of just like... Yes, so basically I, I, I before before we ended the project, I messaged everybody and I said, is anybody interested in continuing, after I asked Adam, mm -hmm. uh, anybody interested in continuing your animal into the neck, you know, bringing it through the rest of the levels? And a lot of people said, yes, I wrote down their names and their Discord handles and the ones that they um, that they worked on. And then I also asked, is there anybody who isn't interested but would allow us to use your animal and take it further into that, um, it, up higher into the levels, which there was a couple that also said that as well. And I'm, because I'm, I'm, no, I'm of a mind that you really, even though we, we legally can, you know, do oh, Yeah, in the DM field that allows you to take content from others, but it, it does feel like to just take something without... Getting explicit. permission it's stealing it's yeah, it's, it it's, it's, it's stealing and i don't like that so that's why i i i because i don't want to use anything that nobody wants you know mm. doesn't want me to use so. no no i understand it's 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 it's, it's 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 lovely to sort of hear that um i think i think why i kind of like is, is the idea of um when it comes to like asking for help in, in the community and stuff like that. it's it's very rarely there goes a time where um an, a call for help isn't answered but then I'm also thinking about when it comes to the future is I kind of, I, I, I don't know when you hit that tipping point where you feel like you can be the help rather than yes. uh, cause just because like, obviously, so Adam felt comfortable enough to be like, okay, I'm ready to sort of, you know, take, what's it I like? can do the thing. Yeah, I can do the thing. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like it's, it's, I, I don't know if it, it's ever too early or at any point you can start sort of, but. I I I have led a I have led a collab project and I still don't feel like I'm qualified. <laughs> I don't feel like I said. Sick Britney is the one that's responsible for all of that. Like <laughs> Sick like, Britney's so ready. Like so. Sick, Sick Britney is Sick Britney has more balls than I will ever have. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Metaphorical balls. Yeah, you just need to you know invite them around more. Just <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I just need to get sick more often, and it's, then like deliriously sick and then do something that this, my this is, sane counterpart would never want in a million years. This is really bad advice. <laughs> no, yeah, do not do this. Do not do this. Please, no. Uh, yeah, I don't want I the, do, the, 
the takeaway message of this podcast is, oh, I should get sick more. <laughs> this, this yeah, is... let me just go and get the coronavirus. No, 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 no. <laughs> The best no, project no. ever. Yeah, no, please. I mean, honestly, you know, it worked out very well. <laughs> that was because yeah. that was because I had a lot of very seasoned creators who believed in the project and wanted to help. And if I had had complete newbies, I don't know if it would have been as successful as it was. And I just realized that's a map of water deep behind you. Isn't it, it is, yeah. It was. I'm, 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 like I said, I've had it sort of sat on the chair for a while where the glare would get the thing. And now I've recently got it got out, so I'm kind of proud awesome. to have it. Awesome. I was like, I, I've been sort of staring at that over your shoulder trying <laughs> to figure out, like, that map looks really familiar to me. I don't know. And I'm like, it's water deep. No, no, that's, it's, it's a map of York. It's, you know, it's... it's oh, dang on... it. I don't know what York is. <laughs> I know that it's an English thing, but that's about it. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, like the, the biggest thing is, is don't be afraid to ask for help. It's also get an editor. Yeah, so it, 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 yeah. no, it, it's lovely that these are sort of like sentiments that are echoed by many of the people I've had. So what is it? Yeah, this is, this is, this is the 10th episode. And I'm pretty sure yeah. that the, the idea of get an editor has been mentioned every time. Um, but the, yeah. the, the sentiment of um, getting help is, is, is a really sort of, um, is, is a good one. And uh, I, th yeah. I think it's, 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 it's nice to know that there don't, are well I, not 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 get help but just don't be oh sorry to ask. yeah sorry yeah. there you go that's 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 much yeah i mean i mean you can much... totally get help too yeah. i mean if that is what you need to do the format of this podcast at the moment is my guest gives yeah. really good advice and i come in with the worst advice so no 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 get, sick, no, get help <laughs> Get sick, get horribly <laughs> sick, and do something that you would never do when you were king. No, no, it's all good. No, no um, I don't know. I mean, like, that's, I don't know. I think it's just the cool thing about the community at large is that we are very much, and, and something that I have been taught, well, another thing too, another good piece of advice is you worked on it, you believed in it, mm -hmm. you had a passion for it, for the love of God, charge something, even if it's 99 cents. Put a price tag on it. Yeah. The love of God, please put a price tag on it. You, you know, um, you're, you're, you, you, you spent time and energy on something. Like my, my subclasses are priced at one ninety nine, and they sell. They sell at one ninety nine. They sell very well. The next one that I have coming out, which is, uh, uh, the patron of parenting. Nice. Which is literally based on pair or it's it's a uh, patron of the great young ones okay okay <laughs> is that one's going to be slightly higher because it's going to be sort of a choose your own archetype sort yeah. of have, so have like they'll be they'll be different well they'll be different you know at each at each level for for a feature game you have several things that you can pick from some will be priced a little bit higher because it was a little bit more work yeah. involved in it, it, it's a nice thing to, it's something that well, it isn't always necessarily offered with classes and subclasses it's sort of like even though it's like more flexibility and more a range of options so no I'm, I'm, I'm well, I love the I love the flexible what is it build your own the, the build your own series for subclasses build mm -hmm. your own bard and build your I think those are amazing like yeah. kudos to you know building <laughs> that yeah this is the greatest part now yeah um Okay, well, I guess to sort of like begin uh, to bring this um, 
Uh, all around. Yeah, to bring it all sort of generally to a close, we've, sort of, we've done the sort of like the big takeaways and all that. Um, you, you mentioned well what you're currently working on and what's sort of coming out in the future and the sort of collabs you sort of have yes. uh, over the horizon. Um, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, but keeping it within the community, who is, is there, is there anyone in particular that you'd like to sort of like uh, call out in the DMs Guild community that continually inspires you? Um, well, eventually I know, I mean, Anthony Joyce has been I, one of my friends for a while now and we just, we've never, we never been able to, the, the, the streams have never, you know, he's always been busy with all of his stuff, you know, rightfully so, he's got a lot of really good stuff coming out. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, I, I, I want, I, like I said, I'm hoping the one with Drop the Die gets, our Christmas thing gets, because it's a really cool concept and I want to spoil any yeah. of it, but it's really <laughs> cool. I'm I'm very excited about that. I mean, it's Christmas. Was, yes, it's Christmas. We got a while. We got a while. It's only February. It's the end of February. We got a while. Um, um, I developed. We we haven't finished it yet. But me and Justice uh, Armin have a Bard subclass that we have. To like I have a lot of things that are like in various stages. I love to work with Anthony. We never really worked on anything together. But I've got his advice so many times. I I probably bugged the heck out of him. Um, uh, well, I was going to say, was it? Uh, we made the we made the discovery last week when I was speaking with um, Justice that um, apparently him him and Anthony sort of have almost like daily phone calls. Oh my God, they do! It, 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 sounds, it. it sounds it sounds so adorable, doesn't it? It's like I oh, love it. I lo- and I believe it too because they've worked on a lot of the really yeah. good stuff together. Like I love, I would love to work with them. I love to work. I mean, there's just a lot of people that I would really like. No, I, I, I think that's us again. I, it, it's not to put like anyone that you don't mention. There's, yeah, there's, I'm like, I'm like, who am I not mentioning that I know that I want to work with that I like? I, I, I mean, like, but that's the other thing too. Like, I've, I've technically worked on a, at least for there's a lot of collab stuff that I have com- coming out that um, Oliver, Oliver Keg's Unbridled. I wrote an adventure for that. Likewise, excited, excited for that to come out. I'm so excited for Unbridled. It's just stupid. Any, any, and all my edits are. We, we, we finished editing yesterday, so yay for that. Um, and uh, um, I'm doing the Princess Project. Oh, nice with um Ashton Duncan. Ashton, Ashton Duncan, I think. Yeah. Wait, no, Ashley May. Ashley May is doing that one, I think. Um. So yeah, I have a lot of stuff that's currently like halfway through completion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing. I'm the. Pro- I'm technically the project lead for Adam's um, adventure sidekicks for Curse of Strahd because that's my favorite. Um, oh, exciting! I love. I love. I'm not a horror person, which is really weird. But Curse of Strahd is my favorite hardcover <laughs> so no, far. It's it's it, it, it's, a, it's a nice adventure. I quite like it. I like I like it because if I think if done right when you when you you can you can 100 percent win but you can also at the same time 100 percent lose because there's things going around in the background yeah because you know he is ancient he is the land he knows everything mm-hmm. you know nothing's gonna get by him it's so. it's like that i think it, it's, it's one of the ones where like you know it's 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 hit on so many points of like being in a uh, such aggressive land and dealing yeah. with and, and obviously like trying to find ways to sort of overthrow Strahd. Uh, yeah, Ashton Ashton Duncan was the one for the Princess Project. He's the creative lead. Because I know that was it. So Ashley May is working on a royalty related project. 
Uh, yes, like, that's yeah. where I got I got <laughs> confused. The wires, the wires got crossed there because I I see her talking about that on the the deep, the creators uh, Discord all the time. So like, yeah, no, <laughs> like um, they're 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 the same. They're sort of the same thing. The, I feel like I feel like they should they should communicate. There's some significant overlap between these projects. Oh yeah, there totally is. Like I'm like I'm excited about that project. I'm excited. And I'm just excited to kind of see like what the year brings, like because we don't know. It's it's only it's the end of February right now, at time of recording. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, there could be something, you know, kind of like unbridled Oliver Keg's legs thing that like literally comes out of a, and that came out of a random. It did, yeah. <laughs> like so, there is yeah. a lot of really good projects that are coming out of just random tweets. Like apparently we need more random tweets. In no, the world. again, so to add more to my bad advice. Um, always yes. be on Twitter. Every every yes. second, every never never take your eyes off it because you will miss the tweet that has the project idea on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I think well, well, and the thing is too is, is I think that we, I think we definitely need more people like Adam who are willing to be like, come come to me, my children. The shepherds. <laughs> you know, like come and you know they take a chance on somebody, and I didn't have anything when when that happened when he asked me to be part of that. I didn't have anything except for subclasses. Mm-hmm. I never made a stat block in my life, let alone a let alone a psychic stat block, which was completely. And I love. I now am like psychic stat blocks. I yeah. love them. I I want them in everything because it can make you can literally make a three to five person adventure, but then you can. You can you can you can tweak it in such a way where you have psychic stat blocks. Yeah, that's so then, fill so, the gap. So then they can you can have maybe two a two player plus a sidekick, and it can still work. And I love that idea. And no. and I we need more sidekicks is all I'm saying. I more, want more get, sidekicks. Get them out. No, I, I think was it I've got a adventure project on the on the horizon. That's all who's gonna have those sort of two Yeah, I mean and I, I almost I almost and if we have time and if if I have time to do it, maybe I will. I have the notion that eventually I will put um, for wisdom under fire. I will go back and I will take the five pregens and I will make them into psychics, so then nice. it can be played um, with the less than optimal party group. Because oh, yeah. I, that was something that was something that I wanted to do for that, but we just kind of ran out of time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, if we have the pregens, we have the player race. That's enough for now. But I can go back and I can add when we have more and you know after after this and hopefully this weekend again at time of recording yeah probably probably after this has been you know probably this will this will be published after this has happened but um wisdom under fire will have a fantasy ground conversion uh go up on dm skills sometime this weekend nice of uh, the weekend of february 22nd yeah so i i, I so. think i believe if everything goes according to plan which me by saying this everything isn't it should be this should be up around the 27th so yeah so it'll be up for about yeah. a week after this has right. been after this has been done but yeah no like so fan, we'll have a fantasy ground conversion that was done by uh the lovely robin nix nice. literally messaged me two days after uh wisdom under fire went went up on the guild and was like would you like me to do a D- would you like me to do a fantasy ground conversion and i was like yes yes she's like i will do it 100 percent gratis i'm like yes i'm like you don't have to i was going to suggest a small fee because i know these he's like no it's for charity i'm like okay oh, that's, that's and i mean I, I double checked with the project lead the other project you know the, the and the people on wisdom on the on the on the server where we have 
because this is even though I'm I could literally say yes do the thing I mm -hmm. want it to be a I still want this to be even though it's done I still want this to be a collaborative process no. if I decide if I decide that it needs something I want to I want to make sure that I have input from everybody and be like hey this is a thing that I was asked about would you would is there any reason why we should do it and no, they said no go and do it it definitely sounds like I mean like you're just a approach to collaborations or involving in like a like taking on projects and stuff like that, you have a very sort of um, like ethical and stuff like that. I think that's the best way to put it. Stuff like yeah. you know, it, it, it's, well, it's, it's it's not a monarchy. I'm not I'm not a I'm not like a king that's sitting there and going, my mood is not, my job. Not like King Henry. Oh, right? shall bow down to me. <laughs> you know, I, that's not that's because because I think honestly, the best collabs, even though the project lead should definitely have a clear vision of how things go. Um, the best collabs are ones that that vision is clear, but then everything else can be 100% whatever the people involved make it. Yeah. No, I, 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 I must admit, I think looking at, looking at the time now, I think we're yes. at, at, at towards the end of our hour that we have. Um, I think you are right, because we started a little past the hour, and now yeah. it is a little past yeah. the hour again. Yeah, but no, so uh, first and foremost, uh, thank you so much for, for joining me. Um, if people it's, wanted to... It's been lovely. I've yeah. enjoyed this chat. We should it's have more of it. We should. Um, if people want to find out more about this stuff, or, you know, get the, um, you know, um, Fantasy Grounds version of uh, Wisdom Under Fire, where can mm -hmm. they find out more about you? Um, I am on Twitter at, uh, I, my Twitter handle is at FN Dungeon Mom, okay. capital F, capital N be, Dungeon it'll Mom. Be. It'll be, it's down, it's yeah. down there. Down, down there. Uh, <laughs> you can, yeah, you can go on DMs Guild, type in Wisdom Under Fire. You'll, you'll like, by the time this is done, you'll see that the Fantasy Ground version will have been up and running. And, um, there will be a, I will say quickly, there will be a bundle price for those that have already Ooh. purchased yeah. the PDF version the uh fantasy ground version will be uh discounted to half off so nice. uh, the price tag currently for wisdom under fire is 14.99 the fantasy ground version will be the same price but for those that already have the pdf mm -hmm. uh you will be able to get it for about seven seven and a quarter ish nah. like seven and a half ish I don't know. I can't do. I can't do. I can't maths. do half maths in my head right now. So it's like, it's still if, if you just say say it'll be higher, that way when they click it, they'll be surprised by how much lower it is, and they'll be like, "Whoa!" Yes, no, we're gonna totally. It's gonna be double the price of the original <laughs> one, and no, it's it's not. It's gonna be for half the price. So if you, um, and the great way that bundle prices work, a little little pro tip yeah. uh, on DMs Guild is if you already own half of it, it will it will knock off. The, the price, price of yeah. the one that you have already so you're just paying the seven whatever seven something money the, for the, the reduced thing yeah yeah the reduced price the half off I can buy, say buy half the bundles off. buy every bundle, bundle. <laughs> yes buy the bundles bundles are good bundles are good nice uh well um yeah no th again uh thank you so much for joining me um thank you for having uh, me now we just need to i need to think of a decent way to end it um i don't know um Get I'm just help. Gonna, yeah, I'm just, I'm, all I'm gonna do is, hi, I've been I've been Matthew Whitby. Thank you very much for joining the podcast and